of the smoking laws, and of the fact that we were in one of the oldest churches in London. Uncle Damien, as ever, accurately read the plea in my glance, and marched over to where my stepmother fussed around, plucking and tweaking my dress. "'That's enough, Paula,' he said, in his usual gruff voice. "'You go tend the guests. I'll be wondering what the delay is. And take your husband with you.' She looked toward the door leading out of the vestry to the church proper. Clearly torn between a desire to do her duty and remain at my side until my groom showed up, and the need to be social. Well, I'm sure they're wondering what's taking so long. I'll watch Ashling, Uncle Damien reassured her, as he gave her a none-too-gentle shove toward the door. David, escort your wife. Tell everyone that there's a slight delay. But the wedding will get going soon. I can't imagine what they're thinking. This wedding isn't at all what I would have arranged, although it's very nice, dear, with lovely flowers, and the bouquet is exquisite, but I would have made sure that people arrived on time. As she left, she bumped into the rector scheduled to perform the ceremony, scattering apologies and vague half-finished sentences behind her. Go sit out in the first row, Dad, I said giving my stepfather another smile I felt far from feeling. I'll be out there shortly. I'm sure Draco isn't dead, he said, patting my hand. He probably just can't get his tie done. I had a devil of a time with mine. Your mother had to do it for me. He toddled out of the room after Paula. I was tempted to send Jim along to make sure he arrived at the pew where my close family members were to sit, knowing full well he was capable of wandering off to who knew where. But Jim was currently in a giddy mood, due to an extended weekend spent in Paris visiting Amélie, who owned the elderly Welsh corgi upon which Jim had a massive crush. The rector spoke in undertones to Uncle Damien, shooting me a sympathetic glance that contained more pity than reassurance, before hurrying off to resume the watch for Drake. "'I don't hold with men jilting women at the altar,' Uncle Damien said abruptly, giving me a gimlet eye. A little jingling noise came from his pocket. He pulled out a cell phone, looked at the number, and said something about having to take the call. "'And I thought Drake's mom was bad,' Jim said in a low voice. I glanced over to my uncle, but he was across the room, grunting into the phone and barking orders to some poor underling. "'Your family takes the cake, though. Why didn't you tell me your uncle was Ernest Hemingway?' I whapped Jim again. "'Don't be facetious. He's not even remotely like Ernest Hemingway.' Jim cocked a furry eyebrow. "'Well, all right. There's a slight similarity. Very slight.' Uncle Damien isn't a boozer and doesn't like to shoot innocent animals, although he was in the army and makes dark references to wanting to shoot a few of his superior officers. And I can't help my family, as far as that goes. Paula has been very good for Dad. He was lost when my mom died. And since I was only fourteen at the time, Paula was a godsend to us both. She drives me nuts sometimes with her ditziness and her endless chatter, but she's always been fond of me and she takes care of Dad so I don't have to. I eyed the clock sitting on the rector's desk, trying to quell the butterflies that were threatening to twist my stomach into a knot. I don't suppose it would do me any good to ask if you know where my errant groom is? 
Jim shook his head. I'm a demon, not a seer. I told you we shouldn't have left home last night. I didn't really have a choice. Uncle Damien is a bit like a steamroller, in that opposition just gets flattened before him. And my argument that his silly notion about brides having to spend the night separated from the groom was outdated and unrealistic didn't stand a chance. Besides, the hotel was pretty nice. That's not what I meant, and you know it, Jim answered, making a face. I sighed and fretted with the lace on my wrist. I know, but I'm doing the very best I can to hang on to my sanity. It hasn't been an easy month, you know, what with Fiat disappearing and the Red Dragons continuing their war on us and having to organize this wedding. I'd have gone stark raving mad if it hadn't been for Tracy. The moment the name left my lips, I realized what I'd done.